There are countless real estate agents worldwide, but very few are truly successful. If you want to make more money, build your clientele, and experience true success as a real estate agent, Chasten J. Miles is ready to share the tools, tactics, and secrets with you. Join him now on the Power Unit Success Cast. What's up, everybody? It's Chasten J. Miles, and welcome back to another episode of the Power Unit Success Cast. Today, it's going to be such a treat. I mean, I, I am excited i am curious i'm 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 ready my ears are open this is one of those that you are going to want to make sure that you are ready to receive i have a special guest on today's podcast um this 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 man he has one of i mean he has an amazing come up story he was homeless for two and a half years he was in prison for two and a half years not knowing how he was going to make it. I mean, he had a rocky childhood. And I'm telling you all this because a lot of this stuff resonated with me. Um, you know, I've never been to prison. No, you know, luckily I, I, I wasn't put out on the street. I wasn't homeless. But we've all had things happen in our life that has tested us that has tried to throw us off, that has put us in those positions where you just can't see the light. You can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. You you really don't know what's gonna happen. And this man, he's gonna he's gonna share his story. You're gonna you're gonna know by the end of this that there is hope. For whatever you are dealing with, whatever you are going through, there is a way. And I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him some questions so that we can get real tactical with this you know so that you can know what you need to do so on today's podcast i have mr garen jones on here do me a favor before i bring him on hit that subscribe button leave a review after you listen to this episode if there was something that resonated with you okay something that you took away leave a review leave a five-star review make sure that you subscribe to this podcast and look we gotta we gotta spread the love with this so if there's something in here you know somebody else needs to hear, all right, they may have said something to you, they may have hinted to something, or you know that they're just going through something, share this with them, okay? Don't be selfish, share this with them. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. Garen, sir, I'm, I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I... I absolutely love your story in a, in, in a sense of it makes me feel like, okay, things are possible. I can, I can make stuff happen. And, and, and I think that different things in your story going from where you were to where you are today is definitely going to resonate with someone listening to this, someone watching this. And so I want to kind of start out there. I mean, you two and a half years homeless, two and a half years in prison. And fast forward to today, I mean, you're changing lives. You, you, you are out here changing lives. Your stuff is amazing. Um, and so I figured we, we can just start there, like, like start in, in the past, just to give the audience a sense of where you were at in life at that time. Okay, so uh, first and foremost, thank you for having me on. Yeah. Um, Ten years ago, I, I was living out of my car. I was in the lowest point of my life, overweight 
messed up uh, a relationship with my daughter because I couldn't take care of myself. My mom was dying in the hospital. Um, I was a little bit over $200,000 in debt. I was uh, living in my car for two and a half years. My girlfriend had just broken up with me. So all this stuff was happening at the same time. I, I really don't know how I got myself into that. All I know is whatever you focus on in life over a long period of time, that will be the result of your life. And it kind of just crept on me that I wasn't living a purposeful life with any kind of mission or vision or values or standards. And my life was a direct reflection of exactly how I was treating myself. So at the lowest point of my life, I'd say it was uh, August 2011, where I just stopped. I didn't want to fight no more, and I just got tired. And I was just like, okay, I'm tired of fighting. I don't want to fight anymore. I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. I want to be surrounded by nothing but positive people. I just want to inspire people. And I want to make a bunch of money, but I want the money to represent something that I passionately believe in that I would do for free. Just show me a sign. I didn't know what that sign was gonna be. And like a week later, I was at the gas station with my last two and a half dollars. I mean, um, not two and a half dollars, but $2.50. And it was $4.59 to get one gallon of gas in LA. You couldn't, I couldn't even get in a gallon, but I could do $2.50. And a homeless guy walks up to me, asks me for money. And I said, you have more money than me. And he said, change your mindset, change your life. Mm. And it was something about those words. And I've heard people tell me motivational quotes and things like that my whole life, but I just didn't, I didn't register. But it's something about those words, the energy behind it stopped me in my tracks. And it made me think, kind of like in that movie, Sixth Sense, when that little boy didn't know he was dead the whole movie. And all of a sudden his whole life flashed before his eyes. Same thing happened to me, but the only difference was change your mindset, change your life. I saw my whole life flash and it was almost like I was living a lie because of what I was telling myself. And I, in that moment, I said to myself, so if my mind is set on something, then that's why the result is what it is. So if I do different with the same circumstance, my life will change. So it's been almost 10 years to the date. And in areas of my life where I wasn't happy, I taught myself how to do the opposite. I don't like, I didn't like waking up early. Change your mindset, change your life. So I practiced waking up early. I ate very unhealthy. So I practiced eating healthy. I was chasing women every single night at a club and I practiced staying home. So every, in every area where I just wasn't happy, I started practicing doing the opposite. And I used the word practice because it was very difficult. And over time, it started integrating into a new standard and a new quality of life. And now my life is a manifestation of everything that I would never do in areas of my life where I wasn't happy and I'm on the other side of it. And so now I live life to teach that to people. That's awesome. I love how you said practice and, and you, you were really feeling that because I tell people that 
all the time, you know, because I get a lot of, well, I'm not you, or I can't do that the way you do that. And, and I straight up flat out tell people like, this was a learned behavior. Like I had to teach myself this and I had to practice over and over, even to this day, still practicing to make it happen. Now, at that moment that you had there with that, with that homeless person, would you homeless? Yeah. Person. Yeah. Is it, is it, is it safe to say like that was your moment of, of awakening? Like, like that's when the light bulb went off and, and you, you just snapped out of something. Well, I snapped out of something, but that, it, yeah. that planted a seed okay. that just kept evolving. It's kind of like the, the seed of language is the ABCs. And then it plants the seed into the, the child, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and all of a sudden you just keep going and then just evolves into words, sentences, paragraphs, essays, books, libraries. So the seed of change was that. So imagine how ABCs, if you keep going. Mm -hmm. So the seed of change for me standard would, started with change your mindset, change your life, and it just kept evolving. And now we're almost 10 years to the date where most people, um, you know, by nature, we're habitual creatures. We, we, we carry on, you know, the, we're creatures of habit. And I always say that adults are deteriorated children until you wake up to the possibility of creating another aspect of life. Yeah. And so for me, that was the planting of the seed. And it was up to me if I wanted to keep having it evolve over time. At that time, did you know what you wanted it to look like? Did you, did you know what that end goal looked like for you? I had no idea. But what I did know is what I was doing wasn't it. Because mm -hmm. I wanted to die. Like, I didn't want to live. I'm broke. My mom is not. She's dying. My brother's overweight. Everybody in my family, nobody's making money. And I'm like, this ain't it. Yeah. I know there's no way in hell. There's no way in heaven that I was born to pay bills and then die and then pass that philosophy on to my kids. There is no way out of all trillion, a hundred trillion cells in our body, and then I became the one sperm who made it only to pay bills and die and then pass that. You better say. On to my, there's no way. And so I just started, I was like, man, there's got to be another way. So I started asking, it's got to be, what's the other way? What's another way? What's, and you ask yourself enough questions for enough times and you ask yourself different questions, you're going to get some different answers. Yeah, absolutely. Man, that was, that was legit right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, hold on. I got, I got questions coming at. <laughs> um, so entrepreneurship, right? And yeah. you, you mentioned um, a few minutes ago, helping people, you know, you want you want to help people in entrepreneurship. How did, how did that come about? Did you, did you run into something one day, made you want to open up a business or, or run something? So, you know, you, it, it's hard to see the picture while you're in the frame. I didn't even know I had entrepreneur blood from when I was a little kid. And I got, I, I really need to thank my mom for that. Cause see my mom, she didn't, you know, she did the best she could, but she, she could not afford the things that I wanted. 
And I remember wanting a $150 pair of um, Michael Jordans. She was like, uh, excuse me? She was like, well, you can make your own money. You can buy whatever you want. So imagine a six-year-old. And so when she told me that, I started a lemonade stand. I started cutting people's grass at six. And if they, when I, I would go door to door and I was like, do you need your grass cut? They would say, no, do you need your car wash? They would say, no, I have a lemonade stand. And my mom said, you would never take no for an answer. They had golf balls. I, I, we, I used to call it the white neighborhood, but it's, uh, it's the wealthy, it was the wealthy neighborhood. And we would go to the wealthy neighborhood and then the, 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 um, the golfers would buy golf balls for, for a dollar. And so I would dive into lakes to go uh, fetch golf balls from the mud inside at the bottom of the lakes and I would sell them. So I had the entrepreneurial mindset as a six-year-old and I didn't even know that all the times that I got rejected from when I was a little kid would teach me how to always get what I want because I had already passed the phase of, oh my God, they said no to me. But I had to go through that. I had to grow through the nose in order to earn my powerful yes. And now I just focus on earning the powerful yes. I learned that at a, as a little kid. Fast forward to when somebody, people started teaching me about entrepreneurship and things like that. I was like, I already know how to do that, but I don't know how I know how to do that. You know? And, and so when I got into health and wellness and wanting to get people healthy and posting on social media. And when I started training people uh, in fitness and, and, and things like that, I, it, there was something that just came by way of nature that I didn't have to really try because as a little kid, I had already put myself out there. So the results were coming as fast as I was putting myself out there. And I would say that's where everything started. And I thought that I was like, oh, wow, I'm a natural at this. No, what it was is nobody's going to ever go without putting in the work. I just didn't realize I put in the work at six years old. Yeah, and, and that's such a good realization because oftentimes, um, we do a really good job of blaming our childhood for a reason why we can't do something. But I, I, I love how you took that situation that happened in your childhood and realized that it would, I mean, it actually set you up for something here in the future oh, instead yeah. of always just putting that negative tone on something like, oh, I act like this because of my mama or oh, I act like this because we didn't have any money. You know, you use that as power and realize that, that it was it was leverage for what you're doing here today. Yeah, and you know what? And I, I have had those excuses before because you do pick up in your childhood domestication, you do pick up what's around your house. Mm -hmm. So the lack of belief in myself, but, but I picked up everything for my mom. She didn't have any money. So I, that was the mindset that I had also during times of crisis, my mom was always calm. So during times of crisis, guess what else I pick up? Like, how are you always so calm? That's all I saw my mom do. So I picked up the good and the bad 
and the indifferent. It's all about extracting the things that actually work for you yep. and and then detracting the things that aren't serving you. So I had to learn new skills and that's where mentors came in the, in, into place. Cause my mom was my first mentor. She taught me how to be resilient. She taught me um, how to stay calm under any situation. She didn't teach me how to make money. So I needed to find somebody who knew how to make money and keep it and sustain it and grow it. And that came from seeking out mentors and things like that. Cause I didn't have that growing up. So I had to go find it. Yeah. Awesome. I, I heard you mention one time in, in an interview, um, you use the analogy of an adult getting superpowers and, yeah. and, and, and that kind of stuck out to me. And, and I wrote it down at the time that I, that I heard it. Can you speak a little bit on what that means or, or what that so, I'll put it to you like this. It's um, well, we're all little kids. You you look at you know the everyday workload now. A majority of people either don't work or they work a nine to five job out of security and fear to get paid less than their value to call another man or a woman a boss, only to stay there for the health benefits and the reason. A lot of times, why people go to the doctor or to the hospital. It, it, the, 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 the majority of the time is on Monday mornings on the way to the work that they don't want to be at and don't even realize that they're put, putting themselves inside of why they even have the benefits in the first place. So all of that's there. But that kid, the kid inside of the adult that's going to that nine to five job, you ask them what they want to be when they were five and it's 98% not what they're currently doing right now. And you got to ask yourself, why? Why is that? What happened to you wanting to be a superhero or the president of the United States? States, who crushed your dream? Who stopped? So I'll give you an example of what happened to me. I wanted to be a superhero when I was a little kid. Stronger than the average man. Have abs like an action figure. And save and change lives all over the world. When I was little, so did a lot of other people. We get to middle school. Then people say like, oh, man, yeah, right. You know, then they start doing things like their mom and their dad. Then they start wanting to follow what everybody else is doing. And I'm literally saying in middle school, I want to be a superhero. Then I get to high school. Now I'm a joke. They're like, what are you going to do when you get in the real world? I'm like, yo, I want to be a superhero. <laughs> I want to be stronger than the average man, have abs like an action figure, and save and change lives all over the world. See, this is a child. It's driven by a desire from my childhood. So that's something I created as an adult. Now, what do I do for a living now? I'm stronger than the average man. I save and change lives all over the world and I have abs like an action figure. So what people see when they see me traveling from country to country to state to state, speaking on stages of 50,000 people or on TV or on 125 different podcasts over one year of um, uh, COVID and things like that. And they're just like, yo, how can you keep doing that energy? I was like, you ever seen a little kid play on the playground? Well, when you're tapped into your little kid energy, you're literally flying. You're like really, inside of your zone of genius. I'm doing what I've always wanted to do. And on the surface, it looks like writing a book. It looks like all these podcasts, but the energy that's driving it 
is my little kid superhero power energy where I always wanted to be a superhero. But all superheroes don't have to wear capes. And that's how I see it. And when I'm tapped in my zone of genius, I can go because I'm on uh, a, a higher resonance and a higher frequency that's been driven by passion and purpose and a mission, which allows me to go 10 times more than I could if I'm just doing things to do things and I'm not really happy. I love how you said the energy that drives it, um, because something we see a lot in, in our industry, especially real estate agents, you know, they have this energy about them when they get into business, you know, I want to make it work. I want to build a, a great real estate business. And it's, it's kind of like you get here and then you start getting beat up, right? Like my first year, for instance, I got beat up down to my, literally my electricity off at home because I, I was down to, to my last. And it's like, we read books and see videos and publications and everybody's saying, keep going, keep going, keep going. You got to keep going. It's going to pay off. But you as just a human being start feeling like that energy is, is getting lower and lower and lower. And then you start questioning, should I still be doing this? Or, or like, you know, what, what's, what's some advice that you maybe have for, for that person? You know, it's real interesting that you even, you even brought up even as, as real estate, because I remember when I was writing my book, I went to, I went to, a, it was like, write a book and grow rich. But I knew it wasn't, I was like, I know they're just trying to catch people. They're going to talk about some other stuff. So everybody's there to write a book. And every single thing they talk about was all mindset, heart set, soul set, your values, your standards for your own life and all these different things. I was like, ah, this makes sense. So it's not just about writing the book. It's everything that's inside of you who happens to be writing a book. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what I would share is learning more about yourself and what, what sparks joy in your life. Because when you are the absolute happiest and you fill up your own cup, it's like this right here. This right here, you'll fill it up and eventually it'll spill over into the next container called the physical evidence in your life. If you see that this is you filling up your own cup. So if you fill up your own cup and you're joyful and you're really extremely happy in your life and in your heart and in your soul, that's going to spill over into your, into your, um, into your real estate business. And people are going to be like, man, there's something about this dude and this energy that he's putting out. I just, uh, of course. And, and when you put it, when you put that good energy inside of yourself, and you give that good energy away for some reason, it's like a law and a principle. What you put out always comes back. But if you're like, what is it ever going to happen for me? Why it's not happened. Life is so difficult. I was living in my car saying one day it's going to happen. One day it's going to, it can always be worse. One day it's going to happen. I'm living in my storage unit. And you know what I did? I created a personal development series called The Storage and nobody knew. And I had 125 videos on YouTube. And people are like, last week, they're like, man, that's easy for you to say. You got all the money in the cars. I mean, I've been saying this shit since 2009 when I was living in my storage unit. It was like, but the results and everybody else had to catch up because it was, it was from my heart. But when you really believe Truly, 
it's really believing believe then you making money don't have nothing to do with whatever it is that you're doing so when you come from that place mm-hmm. you got to be willing to grow through whatever has been sent to test you listen to my choice words you've got to be willing to grow through not go through but grow through whatever has been sent meaning it has been intentionally sent to test you to see if what you want is what you really want you pass the test you grow stronger you grow resilient you develop staying power you develop patience which all of these are the highest forms of leadership and the kind of person that can withstand and grow through all of that deserves to be at those next level why because you can hold for it you can hold for more people you can hold for more money you can hold for that level of success because if you can't life is going to match you in money to your level of personal development were we just talking about that this morning <laughs> i just I just looked over at my assistant we we were literally just talking about that this morning that's so real that's 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 so real and you know i i mean sorry y'all my mind is I mean, I almost I almost started tearing up over 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 here just because of we were literally having a conversation about that this this morning. Now, when it when it comes to owning and taking responsibility for your life, where you are in in its current state, you 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 mentioned when you were living in your car, you know, you can you can see that stuff externally and be like, damn, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here living in my car like when I when I had that that moment, I was I was holding an open house, right, and had a breakdown inside the open house early on in my career because it just all took over me. I was thinking about how I didn't have any money, how my lights were off at home, like what was I going to eat for dinner? Just just all of these things were just starting to overwhelm me. Yeah, um, I'm sure it was. I mean, you you may have had a moment like that, yeah. but then there there comes a point where it's it's almost like. You gotta own it. Like you gotta, you gotta own it, and you gotta take responsibility for where you are, um, what it looks like, you know. And I had to even be okay with it. I don't, I don't know if it was the same with you, but I feel like that's what actually helped me. And then everything started shifting, and it shifted quickly. Like within that next week, I ended up getting a contract. Money started. Like I don't know how it happened. Was it something similar like that for you? So for me. It was, I'm running these free workouts, free. And everybody going to their house, but I'm running free workouts every Saturday at Runyon Canyon and hiking with people and motivating people. And I'm just saying, man, one day it's gonna happen, one day. And it was, some days I would cry myself to sleep making a, 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 a bologna sandwich, that's all the food that I had. And I'm just like, man, one day it's gonna happen, one day it's gonna happen. But I tell you what my lifelines were. It would be like somebody would give, like one time I got a random um, anonymous PayPal for $1,500. And it was out of nowhere. And it goes, I believe in you, keep moving, keep going. And I was like, okay, God. I was like, well, I, I, I believe in you, keep going. So at these little things would would kind of just, make its way in my life. And I'm just like, man, every single time. 
or somebody would leave a donation when I was working out. And I would always say, man, one day, one day is going to happen one day. And then here's what I did. And I want everybody to write this down. Life cannot deny someone who gives their absolute all. And I remember I was giving my kind of. You do anything kind of, you'll get kind of results. Yeah. And I remember my boy, Chris, he told me to come over his house. He's like, hey, man, what do you love to do? So I wrote down everything that I love to do. And then he said, what are you really good at? And so I wrote down everything that I'm really good at. He said, every single day, I want you to go on Craigslist and look for at least 15, 20 different ways to make money and the areas that you wrote down that you love to do or things that you're really good at. And I was like, all right. So every day I would just sit at Starbucks and I would just email, I would call, I would email and call. I'm good at singing. So I started doing singing telegrams and people would pay me $50 just to do singing telegrams on YouTube for people's birthdays. And I'm, so I started doing the all, excuse me. I started doing the all. And I'm just like, I can babysit, I can mow lawns, I can, all the stuff I used to do when I was a little kid. Funny how I come back. Yeah. <laughs> so I do all that. Only when I proved that I wasn't going to back away, regardless, $200,000 in debt, regardless, I try to kill myself twice, regardless, 40 pounds overweight, all those different things. It was almost like no matter what life threw at me, I kept getting back up and trying again and then getting back up and then trying again and then getting back up. And it was because I proved that I wasn't going to go anywhere. I feel like the universe becomes plastic according to the thoughts that you give the most power. And I literally used to say, I'm not going anywhere and I'm coming right back and I'm coming right back. And then that's when I got the opportunity to then start helping people through health and nutrition and all that, all that came. And guess what? It was doing what I would do for free, work people out for free, get them on nutrition programs, talk about personal development. I was like, this is what I do every single day. You mean tell me I get to make money doing this? I can do this forever because I was already doing it for free while I was living in my car. Yeah. So I'd already passed the test that it ain't just about the money. It's because I really love doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Change your mindset, change your life. You released that book when last year? Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, became a number one bestseller in three different categories. Uh, it's in English. It's in Spanish. We're about to start doing the audio book and it has traveled to so many different countries and it has a life of its own. And all I'm doing is talking about <laughs> me overcoming things in life. And that's crazy. I was like, this life is so hard. And then I overcame the hard. Now I get paid to talk about the things I overcame. Yeah. Yeah. I may. Who is that book for? That is book. I, I, the book is for everybody, but I wrote it for people who don't read at all. Okay. It's a very, but everybody can get something from it because I was a person who didn't read at all. So I wanted to, it's a very simple read and I wanted to write it in a way where 
people who don't typically read or find it hard to read can go right through it, still get all the lessons and the blessings that come after you learn those lessons. And, um, you know, I go through a, a, a variety of philosophies that I learned through my life, uh, you know, the transformation of my life and all the lessons that I learned and how you can apply it to your own life. Great. In a practical way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I feel like these days people, people need it now more than ever, you know, there's, there's a lot, a lot of people trying to figure out a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm appreciative of what you're doing, what you're, what you're putting out your message. Thank you again for being here today. Where, where, where can people find you? So you can find me on uh, Instagram, Garen.Jones, and my website, which is currently being updated, which is GarenJones.com. Uh, and um, on any, pretty much any platform, look up yeah. Garen Jones. But um, it's definitely me. And I love connecting with people. And, um, you know, I have 10-week uh, coaching course on uh, whole life success. Uh, how to have success in every area of your life and not just one and, you know I have that course coming up in the next few months and you know my book is out now and then I just launched a podcast a few months ago which is Welcome Home with Garen Jones where we talk about uh, you know real life stuff and we get straight to the point and you know give me any platform I, and that's where the messages belong. I love that I love that because and and, and a big thing I love about this because it's not just about the business. It's it's not just about the the real estate or you being a real estate agent and, or or anything like that. This this stuff is is life changing and and we both feel like if if you can really tap into this mind of ours, like the mind the mind that you have, the mind that I have, the mind that anyone listening to this have and it has and and it just really work it like work it. And you can truly become your best self. You can truly become your best self. Like you said earlier, get a mentor, you know, check out his, his program, check, like, check it all out, whatever you need. It's out there. We just got to go looking for it, you know, and be serious about making those changes in your life to, to make some real stuff happen. It can happen for anybody, truly. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to add is it's, you know, sometimes people don't see the value of working on your mindset because they're so focused on the business. Man, I've seen people that are making so much money in damn near every field, then all of a sudden there's a breakup or there's a divorce. And then all of a sudden, I mean, you, you was making $10,000 a month and you quit? Oh, because you didn't have a mindset. Mm -hmm. So when you got, when your mind is rock solid and you're self-motivated and then you have staying power and you have uh, patience, and you practice the art, practice the art of being resilient. It don't matter what they throw at you. You'll still be able to at least navigate through the, you know, the, the seasons of life. So at least at the end of the day, you'll have the best version of you and not a shell of you trying to figure life out. Y'all better hear that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much again. You're we appreciate so you. 
everybody go follow him check out his stuff um order his book on on Am- it's on amazon and yeah probably anywhere else but um thank you garen you're so welcome and thank you for um you know just hosting this platform for stories like mine to have wings yes yes awesome